morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Carmel Macchiato? That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere and tolerate If you cannot help a person, don't hurt them, especially with women. Boys just hold essences that bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't, it's not just conversation as you started. It actually has a purpose. Good morning, good morning. Happy Saturday, everyone, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. You can count on it. Yes, indeed, it's your girl Soy bringing you stimulating conversation to the Brew Nation. It's always a joyous occasion here in the cafe. We think on it, we drink on it, so let's talk now. You see, if Soy means I am, therefore you are. Yes, you are bold, beautiful, intelligent, amazing, and leaving your insecurities and inabilities to be tested, then rested while you have real talk with Soy. Welcome to the cafe where you can come on in and unapologetically be you, be you, be you. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Terry Card on Facebook. Good morning, T. I'm telling you, where else can you go where you can be invited to come on in and be you? You know, most places we go, people want you to put on a facade, right? They want you to wear a hat, not wear a hat, put a jacket, not wear a jacket. Um, they want you to bring certain elements. Sometimes you got to borrow it because you don't really have it to bring it. But here, no, you can come on in and be you unapologetically. Don't apologize for who you are. I'm just now learning that. You know that? I'm just now learning that. And because um, I, I, I know y'all probably won't believe this, but... <laughs> I was outspoken as a child. I, I right crazy, right? Yes, I was out. Can you believe that? Me, me, polite, sweet, soy. Yeah, me. I was outspoken as a child, and I'm telling you, every day of my life, I remember um, being counseled and disciplined and advised. Good morning, my BFF is on the line. Shout out to my BFF. A <laughs> 40 something years. She's hanging out with us in Facebook. I know she's on the line because I'm talking about black art. She, she's an art collector. And I'm not even going to tell y'all how she just got paintings all over her house. I'm not even on the wall, but but in, in, in corners and in closets and cabinets and storages. You know, she's an art collector. She is um, an admirer of, of fine art. So uh, good morning, Kim. So you won't believe that I was um, outspoken as a child, right? I was outspoken and I always was, I remember being told every day that it's not what you say, it's how you say it. It's how you say it, it's how you say it. And so I had to learn how to say things to people that um, I can still get my point across. Not, not that I'm, I'm biting my words, but I would have to adjust, sometimes adjust my tone I would sometimes have to change um, when I said those things and and um, generate or create a space 
in which to say it, because just because we feel it don't mean it's always the right time to say it. And and, and I think that um, sometimes we think that because we become to a place where we are adults, you know, you feel like, well, I'm grown. I can say what I want to say, you know, and I tell my children this all the time. Being grown is not really being able to say what you want to say. Being grown for real is knowing when and how to say what it is you need to say. Because the whole point of it is to be effective. So if you want to say something is to get off your chest and relieve yourself, then stand in front of the mirror, right? That's what I do. Go in the bathroom, stand in front of the mirror, say what you got to say, yell, scream, holler, kick, whatever. All right? You got it out. It's out. It's out. But now if you want your message to be effective to the person you're saying it to, you got to think about, well, when do I need to say this? How do I need to say this? Because the whole point of saying it is you want change. You want to inform somebody of something. You want to tell them something. And so you want to be cognizant of when and how you do that. Because if they don't receive it, you wasted your damn time. For what? So, um, so smash this one on one. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna go there. Um, but I, I got a lot more to say and I got a lot more to share. And, and I got some amazing people hanging out in the studio with, with me this morning. So our, our, our title uh, today, y'all, is, um, you see, I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it. How often do I get to wear the, the title of the show unless it says Coffee Talk with Soy? Y'all need to send me some more product. Y'all need to send me some more T-shirts and, and um, well, I can only drink out of my mug. But do send me some more t-shirts, y'all. And you see these cute little mugs, Coffee Talk with Soy? They're going to be available for sale coming up soon. We generally do holiday promotions, and so we're going to be um, selling some more pretty soon. You see that? Drink with me, right? So when I say, let's talk now, y'all can be ready, right? You raise your mug, we can toast, and we can get it in. Speaking of getting it in, I'm getting in some ginger tea this morning, so... It's delicious. Um, you know what? I think I probably should have like a mug warmer. Is there such a thing as a mug warmer where you could, um, I can sit my mug down or, or somehow I can keep my beverage hot. I wonder if that exists. I have to get on Amazon today and, and find out because that would be a, a great gift, right? A beverage warmer. Mm, sounds nice. All right, so our show today, Black Art Matters. Black Art Matters. Black Art Matters. Here's what I want to share with you all about um, Black Art. Art, right? Art is a diverse range of human activities involving the creation of visual, auditory, or performing artifacts which express the creator's imagination, conceptual ideas, or technical skill intended to be appreciated primarily for their beauty or emotional power. Art is something we do, a verb. Art is an expression of our thoughts, emotions, intuitions, and desires, but it is even more personal than that. It's about sharing the way we experience the world, which for many is an extension of personality. It is the communication of intimate concepts that cannot be faithfully portrayed by words alone. And because words alone are not enough, we must find some other vehicle to carry our intent. But that content 
that we can steal on or in our chosen media, it's not in itself the art. Art is to be found in how the media is used, the way in which the content is expressed. It is not about prettiness, it holds its own beauty. Beauty is rather a measure of effect, a measure of emotion. In the context of art, beauty is the gauge of successful communication between participants. The conveyance of a concept between the artist and the perceiver. Beautiful art is successful in portraying the artist's most profound intended emotions. The desired concepts, whether they be pretty and bright or dark and sinister, it is the art. So beauty in art is eternally subjective. It is for you to measure and imagine. Imagine, imagine, imagine a 17 year old female student being challenged with a task or assignment in high school. And that challenge produces something in her that she didn't even know exists. We're gonna find out more about her in a quick, quick minute. We're gonna run our ads real quick and then we're gonna come right back and meet our guest in the cafe. We'll be right back. Have you heard sponsorships are requested? Come and talk with Soya looking for dynamic entrepreneurs like yourself. If you're motivated, energetic with a message or product, consider advertising with us. It's a win-win. For more information on those advertising and sponsorship packages, visit the website Coffee Talk with Soy or call me at 515-I-GOT-SOY. And again, that's 515-I-GOT-SOY. y'all in the cafe with me today is um, an amazing uh, young woman and, and I want y'all to support um, this this one this young woman and listen to her and hear her she is from a generation right generation Z is, is where she's from because of her age and she's right here in the Atlanta area so I'm gonna welcome you and introduce to you all little miss Tiffany little miss Tiffany Graham good morning Tiffany how are you dear Good morning. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for joining me in the cafe and thank you for my t-shirt. I love it. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. As I said earlier, you all, Tiffany is 17 years old. So therefore, um, I have her parent in the wing, you know, I'm abiding by the, by, by the laws. And, um, and, and since she is, um, a little bit uh, under the age. I have her dad here. So we also want to welcome um, Terry Graham to the cafe. Good morning, Terry. How are you? Good morning, so It is great to be here. Um, uh, we are privileged and honored to be on the show and uh, to be able to share uh, with your audience uh, what we do. So we're definitely blessed to be here. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Just like a dad, he's going to protect his little princess. I, I, I love that. I love that, but 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 you won't have to raise your voice. Um, I think I think we're gonna be good, but I love the protection. All 
So Tiffany, I have been um, no doubt, no doubt. Okay, Deb. So Tiffany, I've been um, looking at, at your artwork and I've been admiring what what you've done, and, and I can't wait for you to share um, how this all came about. Um, but before we do that, let, let's share with the audience just, just who you are. Who, who is Tiffany Graham? Where, where do you live? Um, how many siblings do, do you have? And tell us a little bit about your hobbies outside of your artwork. Okay, so I'm 17. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I'm a senior. I'll be going to SCAD next year, art school. I have one older brother. Um, and other things I'm really interested in is when I was younger, I really, really, really wanted to be a doctor, but <laughs> science and math are not for me, but I still really love it. I do this, I do this thing in, in school called SWAT and it's like where you can be, um, a student athletic trainer. And last year I did the winter season and I was the head athletic trainer that season. So yeah, I love all things medicine, even though I'll never do it. <laughs> um, love music, love art. But yeah, I really just love painting and medicine. Oh, I think that's a, that's a beautiful time of the um, of your life where you can um, play and, and 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 sample different things, and that's why I think it's good for students to um, to do all kinds of things. And and parents, we really shouldn't listen to our kids when it's like, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Try it one time because you never know um, what that experience may may be or what may wake up something in a child. So I, I really. I'm a fan of having them to just try a number of things just to see what they like and, 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 and what they don't like. So kudos, kudos to you um, for, for doing that. So, so, so tell us, um, when was the first time you picked up a paintbrush? I think I was about six or five years old. I asked my parents over and over, I wanted this little paint set so bad. And I would paint all sorts of stuff, and I just leave them around the house. I loved it so much. It was terrible, but I just loved it. Mm -hmm. and, 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 Dad, what did you think about her art at that time at five years old? Was it just like any other kid, just drawing and, you know, putting your hand on a sheet of paper and, and, and drawing the pencil around it or sticking your hand in paint and slapping it, you know, on a piece of construction paper, and we date it, and it's like, ah! Oh, baby did this so was it the normal kinds of paint projects like that or did you see something in her at that time it started off normal um and then there would be some pieces uh that we would actually um be really good and we would frame and then there's some pieces she just wanted frame as she got older so uh we were talking about that the other day we used to go to a store and get them framed little simple frames doesn't major but they were nice little frames and her art her room was filled with her art uh so that was pretty cool um and i, I we forgot about it until we were having a conversation <laughs> and realized like wow we were framing your art at a young age mm, okay well i i think you should sh i would like to see that you know we don't have to put it out there but i would love to see some of her 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 pieces because uh, I, I may be sleeping on one of my children because I you know we we think all of the art our kids do are just amazing so I need I need to compare Tiffany's work with with um Jasmine and Courtney's work to see if they um with uh, Courtney probably ain't got no drawing talent but um <laughs> but Jasmine may have some skills so I'd be interested to see that for real I'm serious about that <laughs> okay no problem okay. We'll 
So, okay, so at five, she's drawing, um, she's she's framing art, she's drawing, she's having a good time. When when did you see something different in yourself, Tiffany, in terms of your artwork? Um, I think I think junior year, because I took I took art for the first time um, when I was a freshman, but it was really only because like you know you got to take extracurricular, and I was switching classes and stuff, and so I was really just doing like there were like homework assignments, you know, I loved it, but it was just homework assignments. And then, um, like my school, I go to a private school, it's predominantly white and, you know, they don't like to talk about, you know, the hard stuff, you know, very like type A and like, especially like with race, we had a lot of issues with that and nobody ever wanted to talk about it. So junior year, I decided to make my concentration combating that because I was like, well, if we're not going to talk about it. I'm going to paint about it. And then you're going to ask me what it means. And then we're going to have to talk about it. And so um, I think that's when it started to change because I really was painting, you know, my thoughts, my feelings. And it was really like my passion um, started to like come out then. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at the little rebel in her. Did you get that from your dad or your mom? Where'd you get that from? That, if they're not going to talk about it, I'm going to paint Oh, my dad it. very much so. <laughs> my dad very much so, very oh. much so. You know, I, I was having a conversation with um, the wife of an artist um, earlier this week, um, trying to prep myself about some content um, for the show. And she shared to me that uh, that art is not something you do. It, it's, it's, it's something you feel. And if you're not feeling it, it's, it's hard to do it. And, and you know what? And I thought about what she said. It, it pierced my soul when she said that. But then when I started thinking about people who draw and, and, and people who sing and people who create music, they do it from a place of passion. They feel something. And and the deeper the emotion is, it seems like the greater the work, at least according to them are. You know, some some people who write and sing songs and say, you know, it was my best performance when I was singing about heartache and I had just went through a heartbreak. Or I was singing about joy and, and, and love and I had just gotten married or something like that. So it's usually the passion behind their real life experiences that pushed them through these amazing um, projects. So um, good, good, good. That that's good stuff. So you, um, so she's in a predominantly um, white white school, and and she's an African American child. What what's that like for you to be in that kind of environment? Um, uh, how do I explain it? It's just very. There's nothing wrong with it. But it was just, you know, like me and the other like black kids in my class, we always stuck close together. And like, as we grew up and we realized that, you know, we were different than the people that were around us, we realized there were issues in the world and there were issues like with the people around us. But the thing was, nobody wanted to talk about it because, you know, you know, they can't, you know, resonate with those ideas and, you know, the things that we can. So it was almost like, I don't want to say silence, but like it definitely was pushed to the side. So... I have to say, when I got, you know, to high school, I was like, I'm ready to talk. Like, we've been ignoring it all these years. And, you know, because you want to, like, fix it. You want to let it out. And me and my friends, we always, like, felt so, like, closed off. And, like, we had to hide who we were and, like, not talk about, you know, the real issues. So, yeah. That's, um, I, I, I admire you for um, being brave. Um, brave enough to, to share that um, with 
with me on the air. And I really admire you for standing up, you know, in your social settings to, to be heard, you know, to be heard, to, to show that you are just as important as, as the other students uh, in, in your school. How, how, have, how has your parents um, prepared you for that? Did you talk to them about what you were experiencing in, skill, in school? Oh, yes, they knew all about it. You know, they took, you know, there are many trips down to the school to talk about everything. And I don't know, it just, I feel like it was just kind of an ongoing kind of like battle we've had over the years. Because I've been going to school my whole life for 13 years since kindergarten. So it was always just kind of a thing that was there. And I don't know. Yeah. Did you ever want to leave and go to like an all black school? Oh, my gosh, yes. I wanted to so bad, but I felt like I wasn't like prepared. I didn't have like what it took, but no, yeah, I wanted to go to, um, I was looking at all HBCUs at first too at the college search, but then I, um, when I started getting into art, I couldn't stop thinking about SCAD, so I went there, but no, yes, for sure, definitely. So you, you said that you, you, you did want to go to a uh, all-black school, but you didn't think that you were prepared. What do you mean by that? Like, um, you know, I was only around other white kids. So, you know, like all the jokes growing up, like, oh, you sound white. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. So, like, I I just wasn't prepared. And, you know, I didn't know, like, would they accept me? Would they not? Because I've been in situations where, you know, you know, the quote-unquote real black kids and real black people, you know, they didn't want to be around me because they felt like I wasn't one of them. So, I know it's a hard, it's kind of a hard place to be in because it's kind of like where do I fit in and where can I kind of go from here? So you kind of just had, I kind of had to stay where I was and you know, make it work. Mm -hmm. and, and, and how do you feel now? I'm so glad I got over all that insecurity now. I'm so, like, I really am proud and confident of who I've become and who I am, you know, how I talk, whatever. Um, I love it and I definitely, I'm like so much more confident, so much better now. But yeah, it took a lot of growing, a lot of years to get here. Mm. Yeah, and you sound very, you sound very mature. It does take a lot of growing. It, it does take a lot of maturing, and it does take a lot of education. Um, and I'm gonna come right back to you mm. on that because I want to get your dad's feedback on, on how he felt. Um, you know, just hearing what she said and seeing what she went through and knowing that you were her parent and you made decisions to put her in certain environments because you thought it was better for her. Why, why, did, you, why did you and your wife choose this school to, to place her in? And how do you feel about that decision? Well, we chose the school because it was a Christian school. And that was the big thing. Um, been praying about that we wanted her in a Christian environment. And we were like, okay. And then when we moved, uh, it was so fortunate. It was right it was right around the corner from where we moved in that house. So it was like, you know what? This is God. And so we just stuck with that. And her elementary school years were great. They were great uh, for the most part. Um, great. Just, they were great. It was more middle school, high school where things changed. And um, there I've had some conversations and had to go to the school. In fact, I went to the school last year, had my final conversation with them um, to to let them know how I felt about a particular issue that came up dealing with race. 
and laid out a presentation for him the whole night. I'm, and you understand I'm a rebel. So I'm going <laughs> to hit him in the head. And uh, so that's what I did. They know you're getting hit in the head if I come up there. But it's like, all right, he's coming back up here again. I said, look, this will probably be the last time I hit y'all in the head. So let me hit y'all real good. And then I'm going to move on. And uh, if I can help you, let me know. If I can't, this is our last year. So um, what I, there were times I was like, mm, you should move her. And then times I'm like, you know what? I think it's best for her to stay. She has some good close friends there, uh, both black and white. And uh, and I think she matured in that environment and it prepared her for what, especially what we see now in, mm-hmm. in the world from, you know, especially the last four years of um, life in the United States. So that really helped her more uh, long-term. Mm-hmm. And I was the one that imparting, um, you know, different things from um, from history, having to watch movies, having to, you know, read about different things and talking about different things from a Black history standpoint from mm-hmm. the positive and the negative. I see. I see. You know, I um I, I think that um the, just listening to you and just going back to when you said that um you know you wanted her, you, you all wanted her in a Christian school and um with the convenience and everything that played out and that school becoming the choice how you saw God um assisting you with, with that direction. And it's funny how um, we are put in, in, in places that, you know, we all have a purpose. And, and what if, what if, you know, it was designed for her to go there? Because in order for that school to change and to accept black people and be more understanding to our culture and, and our way of life, you would have needed someone with that kind of um, disposition to be able to speak to them to get them to see the earlier they ways to change. I mean, when we look at, we think about Black History Month, where we're talking about um, all of our black leaders and um, and and what they've done and how they stood up and and the fights that they had to endure to uh, make change. So that that could have ideally been the road for for you both to take um, for that school to um, accept um, black people and to really see us. Tiffany said that they were they were not talking about um, Black history, so she drew artwork. So Tiffany, let's bring Tiffany back up and let's let's hear from her about the assignment that your art teacher gave you and and what you produced from from that assignment. And for those who are watching, we're going to show you her website too, so you can see some of her work. So Tiffany, share that with us. Okay, so um, every year in AP, this is my first AP class, junior year. Um, you pick a concentration, and so the whole year you make pieces every week that are based on the um, concentration of your choice. So that year I chose, I wanted to make artwork that made uncomfortable topics beautiful. So hopefully, you know, they'd be more approachable in people's minds, and, you know, when people saw it, you know, it sparked conversation. And so um, I first started with paintings, like, about kind of things I care a lot about. I did some on domestic violence, addiction race, all of that, and um, I was just doing them um, for projects, but people would really, you know, ask me, like, what does this mean? You know, what are you trying to do? And I would tell them, and, like, it really did spark conversations, you know, obviously not with everyone, but I was really, like, shocked. People, like, like, when they see it in that, like, way, 
they don't see it as like, oh, this harsh conversation where we're going to be uncomfortable. It's like, let me look at this piece of art and kind of analyze it and try to understand it. So I love that I was able to do that. I didn't know I could do that. Mm. So I love that. So and when, when looking at your, your artwork, I saw that you started naming the pieces. Uh, and I want y'all to go to her website, Tiffany's Fine Arts, with the S, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-S, Fine Arts, Arts with the S on it, dot com, and check out her pieces. And so I love that how um, these Afrocentric pieces that, that you've created, um, tell me which one is your favorite and why? I have two favorites. I think my main main favorite would be Beauty of Blackness. Um, I think that one was my favorite because I love all my pieces, but that was the first piece I did that wasn't like an art assignment. I really just like was feeling a ton of emotions and I just painted it. That piece is actually based off the movie um, Queen and Slim, the like composition mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. And um, the meaning really just is like black is beautiful. I painted it when the Black Lives Matter movement really was like going off. So I got a lot of inspiration from that. And um, I just wanted to show that Black is beautiful. And we're going to take over the world one day. And the world just needs to be ready for that. <laughs> All right, then. Okay. <laughs> T Tiffany, have you, ever, um, have you ever been engaged in a piece of your work um, that made you emotional, did, like made you really emotional? Have you, have you gotten there yet that... It either made you really sad, or you almost cried through it, or or made you really happy. Have you experienced that with one of your pieces, Jen? I think the one I've experienced the most with is Brother Bless. That was actually the first one of like I guess the kind of series of them was, and because that one was, it was actually I did it for an assignment, but then like literally a week later. Um, a few weeks later, um, um, the George Floyd situation happened and, you know, all of that started to go on and I just felt so like, I know I just wanted people to see it. I like needed people to see it because, and that piece is about like the perception of black men in America today because like they're so, and like, especially going to the school where you can kind of see what other races kind of think and like how they perceive kind of black people. Like, they're so, like, marginalized, and they're put in these groups and these boxes, and they're like, well, like, all they're going to be is grow up and be, you know, deadbeat dad, you know, gangbangers, whatever. And that's just not true. Like, black men can be anything and are being anything they want to be. And, um, so, yeah, that, that one was really emotional to me because it was just a time where, the world was really struggling and black men were just not being treated the way they should have. And um, we're still going through that, but yeah. Brother Blessed. Y'all check that out. Brother Blessed. Brother Blessed is on our site. Um, Dad, what, what's your favorite piece? If you have one. The same two. Mm -hmm. um, Brother Blessed and uh, Beauty of Black. Um, when and brother blessed that one um so i looked at him like all right that's interesting that's interesting and these are <laughs> two more two pieces that really jumped out at me brother blessed and lady butterfly and that's when we started the art business and i said we can 
And we just started with those two pieces. And then, we, of course, you built. But when I started looking at it and I saw myself in it, and it was just wow. like, wow. And the and it was just like, wow, I see. And, and this was like, wow, I see. This is powerful. And then the more I paid attention to it, I understood it. And then she explained it to me. And I, cause we had to do a write up on it. And uh, so she explained it to me and I was like, wow. Okay. And then, uh, which you can't, it's hard to see, but the thing that got me and why it named brother bless is because she drew a tattoo face tattoo and had blessed. And I was sitting there just like, wow, I get it. So, and I started understanding the meaning of that. Piece more was the explanation, and I appreciated it more. Uh, so those two things, the same two pieces, um, and the probably because we're more like I poured into her for years, and uh, it, it, it was as long as she was probably like I'm, I'm only a child. Why are you telling me all this <laughs> black stuff? It, but it, I needed to pour because it was like I'm reading. I need to pour into you because you need to understand. It's different things and how race is going to affect your life and 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 just and then of course the world then gave us all types of lessons. Um Absolutely. of course. The yeah. beauty of blackness that one because it just it was one was beautiful picture and two it it just was so hard. I mean, and and not hard in a bad way, mm-hmm. but just like I'm black and I'm beautiful. That and then it just was yeah. like yeah, so yeah. One one of the things I noticed and um in, in in the artwork that that I've seen and and Tiffany, you can help explain this to me. It, it it's not just it, it it doesn't seem to be what it appears to be. It seems to be like there's different shades in in in, in the artwork. Um, you look from different angles. You see different colors. So it, it's kind of like things aren't really what they may appear to be how do you how do you describe that in art and and and, and is what i'm seeing actually what you are what you intend to portray that actually is exactly what i was trying to do because you know with the topics that i would paint about they're really hard so i needed something bright when you look at it it's like really close there's a bunch of stuff happening and you're like oh that's cool but then when like you actually might read it or might tell you what it is. You're like, wow, it's like really deep. So I wanted, I don't want it to look like how hard it is. Mm-hmm. So in art, it's kind of, I would describe it as like more of a more semi-realistic kind of pop art because it is really bright. There's lots of neons and stuff. And so, yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to do. Oh, so listen, so that was a success. So, right. Someone who's not as experienced in art was able to understand. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself. And I'm so proud. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. And I have enjoyed having you in in, in the cafe. And before we we close out the show, um, Tiffany, what what do you want people to, to know and remember about you and your artwork? I think above all else, I want them to remember the meaning or remember how they felt about it. I want my art to spark, you know, thoughts, emotions, 
because my heart is really in all these pieces, you know, my thoughts are in it, my, my opinions, you know, my emotions. So when someone likes it or even when they're like, oh, I just love that color you use, it means so much to me because it's really my mind that are in these pieces. So I just want people, I really just want people to love it and be able to find themselves in it. Because then that means they're connecting with me. They're connecting with my emotions, my thoughts, and everything. So, yeah. Well, uh, I think that, um, I think you'll be very successful. I encourage you to keep going with it. You have a great support system with, with, with your parents um, supporting you. And, and as I've learned over the past week, and I'm sure you know that art, art is about how you feel. So um, keep putting it on paper and, um, and we'll keep supporting you. So her website is, um, is posted <clears throat> and she also sells products. Her website is Tiffany's Fine Arts, Tiffany's with the S, Fine Arts with an S.com. She also has products that she um, sells as well. One of her shirts, Black Art Matters, I'm wearing it today. So thank you, uh, thank you, thank you. And I'm showing my support. Uh, I, I'm gonna put my best friend on, uh, on blast. Uh, Kim Petterway. She is a art collector. She loves art and I knew she would enjoy the show and, and, and I'm sure that you will find that she will support um, one, one of your pieces. She's such a fan of black art. So. And she has her own thing that she does to help um, artists as well. So I'm sure she's going to re reach out to you. Um, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Um, before I say my farewells, let me just um, thank my guests for being here with me uh, in the cafe. I really appreciate you and I'm wishing you well. Thank you, Terry. And thank you, Tiffany. Thank you so much you for having, having me. <laughs> All right, it's been awesome. All right, y'all, so if you wanna check out some of Tiffany's artwork and support her with um, purchasing a piece of her art, she has some amazing things on her website. You can check those things out there, t-shirts, phone covers, and all that. Do, do check those things out. Now, for all of you who are entrepreneurs, you know, you know, you know, I am being challenged and challenging you all to join the grind, the grind, the grind. We are working, working, working tirelessly on, on the back end to um, produce and present a support system for entrepreneurs. So if you are struggling with anything um, in, in terms of um, looking at mapping out how to take your business to the next level, I encourage you to um, sign up for the grind. Um, get in now, get in now, um, sign up to get information. You can go to the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com and visit the contact soy um, form and, and put in there that you're interested in getting more information um, about the grind, which is going to be our entrepreneur resource tool. And that is going to be an amazing group of people. So don't, don't miss out, you know, don't, don't miss your blessing. Don't miss your blessing. And also don't forget to visit the uh, website to solicit, um, to, well, to it's free advertisement. You all, you have a, it's a business card. There is free for you to use and advertise, um, your business here. So go to the uh, website and put in your name information in the contact contact soy form is where all of that goes down. Well, if you want to sign up for the grind or you want to be listed in a business directory, or you may want to be a guest on the show. That is how you go about making that happen. So don't forget to do that. Subscribe to the channels and share this information with, with other people. 
you know, each one teach one, each one reach one. And this is how we grow with a community such as this. So thank you for hanging out uh, with me uh, today. I encourage you to keep sipping on something hot <laughs> and share those recipes with, with me, with me, y'all. I'm always looking for new recipes and I'm also looking for a coffee sponsor. So that should be coming up soon. But, um, listen, y'all, I want y'all to go out there and be great. Make something happen with your life. You know, don't, don't wait for something to happen. Okay. Don't wait for something to happen. Get out there and work on something to happen. Okay. Don't wait on it. Work on it and make it happen. And y'all have a great, great week. Thanks for hanging out here with me in the cafe. And until next Saturday, y'all go be great. Because you are awesome. So I said so. Love ya. We're out. I just love this show. Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. Stay connected. Stay connected, folks, by visiting the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com, as well as looking for us under your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Remember, the size of the problem is never the issue. Remember, it's the size of you. Be great because you are awesome. Tell them Soy said so. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.